podcast. This is unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Are we recording? Oh, we are? Shelby, where's the counter? How are we supposed to know that? Shelby, you are the least produced producer. Oh, we are back home where we are not even a little bit welcome. It's the holidays. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right, so there in we the go. Christmas spirit, we have forced ourselves back on people who never want to see us again. We're me tooing stand-up New York labs. <laughs> we just demanded that they record our year-end episode here, and they... Uh, really unhappily complied. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to Sherrod Small for rescheduling Race Wars. First and foremost, let's thank Sherrod for Always. making this happen. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Literally everything except pushing buttons, which we can agree is monkey work. And that's why Shelby's here. <laughs> <laughs> Our trained monkey with those gorgeous lips, those primate lips. I've missed them. I mean, he wishes he was dead. Look at his face. <laughs> I know, I know. He's never been less happy. He's like, why am I wasting my time on this content that's going to be heard by literal thousands of people? I watched him sleep through Race Wars. He's so mad to be here. I know. It's so nice. You know, and if you hate Race Wars, then you're going to really hate us because we're like their messy, (laughs) less trained, talented, interesting, but also captivating. And one of us has a gash. I know, and you are also here, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big and I'm a boy, lest we forget. Oh my God, it's 2018. Just kidding, it's still 2017 for a minute. It's a minute. It's December 20... Blah, blah, blah. 7th. Yeah. 7 p.m. It's it's old in the From year. here on in, I shoot without a script. I'm really Just upset. kidding, fuck Rent. That's a line from Rent. I mean... Anybody? Rent? I've been thinking <laughs> about Rent a lot lately because I'm like fucking balls deep in Sarah Shulman's Act Up Oral History Project preparing for this project I'm going to do based on it. I'm dry as a raisin. (laughs) I couldn't wait to just get you completely turned off. Don't say balls (laughs) deep in Sarah Shulman in one sentence to me. I I need to be able to have sex with people. (laughs) I gave my brother a copy of Conflict is Not Abuse for Christmas this week. Did he agree that conflict is indeed not abuse? He does. You know, but he's also super religious. So like I gave him that and then his wife gave him a book like about how to like deepen his relationship to prayer oh those are two different things or are they the same thing no in prayer conflict is abuse do you think so i think in religion conflict is abuse because it's like in religion it's like there can only be one you're competing for being the one so if there's anybody else and there's conflict then that by definition is like well we can't have that but i think jews like actively contradict that in the way that they practice their religion everything's a dialogue like the conflict it's a dialogue to explain to you why you're wrong okay but you're constantly (laughs) questioning whether that's valid or not no we're constantly questioning within the framework of judaism we're not questioning like well well, well, was jesus the risen son of god like that's not coming into question at all but no but you said that conflict is abuse in religion and i don't think that that's true because jews like the entire religion is based on this conflict i guess why are we here no i mean between religions i guess i mean between religions do you think that that's true? I guess it often manifests that I think when religions come into conflict, that that's like an existential conflict. Like you can't have religions in conflict without needing a resolution because religions have that built in that they can't they can't really not for the same thing, like the same people in the same space. Like you can't really share it. Well, that's a very Jewish, that's a very Israeli way to look at it. Because I think that's a very biological way to look at it. Like, that's how human animals are. And religion is an organism that can't, that grew out of how we are. Um, so basically, you think people that will define some difference as like an absolute difference between them and others uh, are going to be abusive in their no. enforcement of that. I'm confused. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying conflict and abuse in a more general way, meaning like 
by conflict i mean like any kind of misalignment of views right so it's a little different if you're talking about religions but it's like if by conflict if that's what you mean by conflict then among people it's not abuse like that's how we live is by like knocking heads against other ideas and absorbing them and growing as individual people but with religions religions are like people but they're not human so they're not there to grow personally is like evolve they're there oh to i sustain. hard disagree with that they're there to sustain no themselves. i disagree and actually i think the catholic church is a really good example of how religions can evolve not just in with order what's to happening. sustain themselves because the catholic church was going to go bust like people don't want that hard line anymore like people want to people are like we get yeah divorced, but that, doesn't that contradict what you're saying we get fucked no isn't that doesn't that contradict what you're saying though like yes you're yeah, saying that in order to sustain they're evolving but you're saying they won't evolve not the same way that human beings do. You could, because you, look. Well, what's the difference between human evolution? And what are we talking about evolution? Are we talking on a biological level or no, no, on no, like I a mean spiritual on a, level? I mean on a personal spiritual level. So like you can be a really different person, unrecognizable like a decade from now than you were today. If you're like working at yourself, wh whatever, who cares? Whatever happens. But a religion, if it were unrecognizable, like a religion has a more vested interest in saying the same than an individual human being does. Only because it's like, it's bigger. The scale is it's bigger. It's a the scaffolding scope is bigger. for people, yeah. Sure, yeah. And I mean, they aren't people, but they can evolve in the same way. You just have to look at the lifespan. If you're going to look at a religion relative to one human, you have to extrapolate what one human lifespan means over the lifespan of a religion. Right. So 2,000 years is not 2,000 years to an individual. Right. I mean, we're looking at maybe the infancy, depending on how long these religions <laughs> run. We, don't, we can't see that far into the future. Yeah, 100%. So... I mean, I actually think that the process is really basically the same. I, I, I don't think that they're that different because they are made of humans. And I think that everybody evolves. I mean, when I look at where we were at I the beginning. I don't evolve. I, I think you kind of did say that. No, no, actually. no. I, I definitely didn't. Okay. I, well, I know we'll listen back and I'll probably hear that you didn't say exactly that. But you said something that was annoyingly close to that just so you could argue the point. Yeah. Maybe a That's little. An important distinction. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, and I mean, one thing that has not evolved is that I still really enjoy arguing with you. I love it. As much as I did, we started this year. So to go to Israel, jump right in. Um, we're in talking about Sarah Shulman. We started with Jason Littman, right. who is somebody that oh, yeah. threatened to sue Sarah Shulman for calling him an Israeli spy. Which is so Trumpy. And like, I love that. About, about her. It. Or no, him. about him. Oh, well, the both suing? of them. Both of them. That's Trumpy on both sides. Calling someone is really spy apropos of nothing because you're mad. That's really Trumpy. And threatening to sue when you're clearly not an Israeli spy is really Trumpy. Well, it's you know what it is? It's conflict. And And abuse is it abuse i don't think that was abuse it's a little abusive to call someone who's really spy and get them on like watch list that's not abusive yeah it is that's because abuse. it's petty and small yeah it is it's that doesn't serve a purpose She's but you mad. think sarah shulman saying that in she like didn't really the guardian or whatever really spy she knew it was gonna cause headaches for him yeah that's it's uh it's abusive you think so yeah it is she knew it she knew when she was doing it she's not above that just because she said a thing 
I don't think that that's abusive. I think that that's yeah, fair play. No, it's fucking with someone's whole life. He's not. No, it's not fair play because it's not true. He's not an Israeli spy. And I read the quote, and I don't think she actually called him a spy. She just like she said, did enough for it to be a problem for him at airports, and that's wait, fucked up. Is that what happened? What did he have trouble going through airports that's because what he of said. her? He was on like he he got like um I don't know. I know, but he's contacted. I, I don't know. I, I love Jason Litman, but you know, I I mean, I don't hashtag think me too. Sarah Shulman, me too. Jason Litman. All right, fine. Maybe she did, and you know what? High five fucking Sarah Shulman because that's a dope ass way Ew, to fucking me to somebody. <laughs> you double standard. No, you know, I think Sarah Shulman is uh, like messy in the most interesting way because she is messy on like a really highbrow level. Like Shulman, messy, yeah. messy meaning that like anytime I bring her name up to anybody who's like worked in theater or has been around the village and like survived AIDS, like. They all have the strongest opinions about her. And that to me is fucking messy and beautiful and like badass. Like she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit that people call her abusive because she doesn't operate under the same framework that everybody else does. Which is ironic because she's like claims to have like exposed the framework for all of us to see and understand. But she operates under a framework I think all of us should operate under. Where she actually Which is says what? Saying petty ass shit? No, I don't know. And I then think, being like we should communicate. No, I think that she actually does a really good job of defining what abuse is and then uh, living by that. Like I think and then she engages being abusive. No, I think she, I don't think she's abusive. I actually don't think she's abusive. And I don't think that like intimating that he is an Israeli spy also when he says crazy shit about Israel constantly but, is really that big a deal. For, for someone like her, who takes herself pretty fucking seriously in that who area, probably, and who has had problems because of her politics, she knew what she was doing, and that is petty. It's like a petty, abusive thing to do. Is, does, is a, Now, look, is abusive the end of the world? Like, I, conflict is not abuse. Fine. If it were abuse, would that be the worst thing ever? Probably not. But yeah, that's abusive. I'm okay, not saying so that that's begs the, the question ever. is what we call abuse always that big a fucking deal? I, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I it might not you. be a big fucking that, deal. No, I agree with you. But come on. But is it abusive? See, that's the thing. If I don't sure. think it's a big deal, but I don't think it's... But it's not constructive and it's not true. And it's not for any purpose other than to hurt someone and deepen a conflict and not resolve it. And it's a lie. And it causes problems for someone's life. So, yeah, it's abusive. Yeah, but Sarah Shulman has been called the exact opposite. She's been called so a Hamas terrorist. But who cares? We're talking about this instinct by her towards Jason Lynch. So I'm just saying that, like, maybe even I don't know her side of this, really, um, other than to say that she warned us to be careful of Jason because he'll sue of us. Of course she did. That was so fun. Was that fun? It that was, was fun. so fun. I lived. I know. Um, I know. That was really fun. Lived. Her warning us to be careful of him was, like, a really beautiful thing it was a beautiful but people moment are messy because and contradict because i bet if she and jason like had the opportunity to work together on something and like actually produce something meaningful because of their conflict that they have i think that and their history of abuse they both would be uh <laughs> able to produce something together really special like a dialogue whatever it would be yeah, it would be like making kids work together in detention like they don't want to do it i just have witnessed sarah like work with people through things that i have like heard her say that were like critical of them and I've seen her work with them after that like I've read what she's written and seen who she works with so the fact that she can be 
intensely critical of a person and still work with them is really what I mean by she operates under a different framework. That's I don't cool, mean. But calling someone an Israeli spy is not the same as being critical of them. That's why I say that it's an abusive thing to do. Crit- All right. I hear what you're abuse. saying. Just I hear what you're saying. Like, if we're just having, I honestly don't. Because people are like, anybody who says something bad about Israel is an anti Zionist. No, that's not true. There are tons of legitimate criticisms. That's not abusive. Yes, number one, the existence of Israel. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what? I've come around. You're right. Israel should not exist. In 2018, it's a new me. Oh, okay. I love 2018, Karen. <laughs> you know what? No more Israel for me. Oh, I'm so excited. Goodbye forever. You know who's going to miss that? What? Nobody that listens to our podcast. Zero percent of people, Not one person's going to miss you talking about fucking Israel. Well, I talk about it because I'm a warrior. Oh, yeah. You're a warrior against the horrible Palestinian people. They call me Crohn's podcast warrior. Posing such a threat to those innocent Israelis who've never done anything. I love Israelis, though. What do you want me to tell you? See, I'm I'm full of contradictions. Ain't no Israelis without Israel. Grow up. All right, so we started with Jason. We went on to Sarah. This is what I, this is the last word I want to say about Sarah. Do you remember until when I have we had? Uh, remember when we had um, Kate Wolf on? We talked about Milo, and she had no idea who it was. That was fucking amazing. And we were just like, well. Here's the thing about my <laughs> That was really fun because she asked us a lot of really good questions. Yes, yeah, she did. She asked us a lot I of really her. good questions. You know, Kate Wolf is somebody who I think spiritually was in the right frame of mind for Donald Trump to become president. Like, yeah, but I think she also is someone who like energetically suffers when everything is in chaos. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like we're talking about Sarah. We're talking about Kate Wolf. And I want to talk a little bit about Jean Lebec, another woman that we had on at the beginning of the year who talked about that all this crazy. Bitch, yeah. yeah, she was old. She's old. She's like 70. She's like my mom's age. I think she's 70. And um, Episode 17, if anybody gives a shit. Yeah, uh, women's history, which Karen spelled with a Z because she's cool. I don't remember why. I think because I had no better ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. Um Oh, yeah, we talked about Kelsey, and I forgot about it. I remember thinking that she was, like, dope and old. And she was dope and old. We got to talk to more dope old people. She was dope and old, but what was cool about her is she's another person, like, she came around and, like, she had a kid in the early 70s and then divorced her husband and became a lesbian for a minute with another woman, and they used to she's call... She's still a lesbian. No, she's married to a man. No! Yeah, for years. Forgot. They have a kid together. Shit. Yeah, she's my friend. I know her. Okay, so she's, okay. like, I can fill in the blanks here, but she was somebody who was, like... Babysat by Woody Guthrie. Right. Remember when we went to the fucking Irish rep and did the episode with David Luckin? That was another fucking cool episode. I wish I'd seen the show before we talked to him because afterwards I like it changed how I saw him. Do you know what I mean? So the show was so good. And I was ready for like, to be honest with you, like some kind of bullshit, hundred percent. And it wasn't. No, it, it was, was legit. Really good. Start it was to legit. finish. It was like um, yeah. well, like edited, well crafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a he's a special talent. He, my favorite part of that story, I don't even remember which episode that was. I want to get back to Gene Lebeck, but I loved talking to David Luckin because one, I'm a big musical theater queen, and this was like you are. Yeah. I was like, do you not know me? Three years? <laughs> Wait, what? Are you? Wait, you like you don't not like it. No, and that was such a cool like marriage of like something that actually is relevant, like Woody Guthrie's music, and isn't just about being like a big fag, which most musical theater is, which is why I like most of it. But what I liked about this was that this, there was this straight guy from Texas mm. who put together a show that evolved because we saw it, uh, I saw it, and then I was obsessed with it. I said, Karen, we have to have the guy on, David Luckin. So we had him on, 
And then you and I went to go see him in it after that. And the day that you and I went to go see it with him was the day of the Charlottesville protests when that woman was killed. Oh, shit. It was when the white nationalists all did their thing. That was episode 39, David. When they did their free speech. Yeah, they did their little march on the like Lee statue. When Mm -hmm. they did their free speech. (laughs) Um, You know, missed opportunity not having Cernovich on the show this year. That has to be. That burns on you. You guys are best friends. This year. Come on, Cernovich. Come on, Cernovich. Come the fuck on. Get the fuck on this show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. I mean, we're going to fight brutally because you say crazy shit, but dear friend of the show. I mean, beloved. But that was so cool. David Luckin doing the Woody Says show at the Irish Rep here because seeing it the day of the Charlottesville uh, protest, like he was so fucking angry and his rage came through in Woody Guthrie's lyrics, Mm -hmm. which was even cooler. Cause Woody Guthrie, like if you listen to this land is your land, there's all these, there's all these lyrics that we don't sing. Right. And the whole reason that he wrote that song was because fuck God bless America, which is like my favorite reason that anyone's ever done anything. Because like if it's to fuck other people's fake God, then I can't really think of a, a holier pursuit in art. Yeah. And that's what that guy did. And he was somebody who was messy as fuck, Woody Guthrie. This is what I've loved about this year, now that I'm kind of stringing together a thought. We just decided to talk about everything we've done this year. But we talked to messy fucking people. The people that I respond the most to are the ones who are like unapologetically messy and still keep doing what they're fucking doing. I'm right here. I mean, (laughs) wait, Karen, Karen, Karen. Thank you for noticing. Quick break. Uh, You, speaking of messy people. I mean, I'm still here. Roast battled Pockets Graham last night. I did. Friend of Race Wars. Who won? Friend of the show. Of of course I did. I mean, yeah. Just give us a... Decisively. Well, obviously you did. What happened? What happened? Tell us, tell us. Just take us through a little bit of it. Um, no. It's like, it's always anybody's battle. Um... Tell me what you actually believe. I, <laughs> I here's the thing. Pockets like publicly called me out over this battle, which is always a really bad idea if you're roast battling, like to be like cocky. He went on Insta stories and he was like, yo, like me, like roast battle tonight, like on the race, like a uh, roast master stage at the stand, me first Karen motherfucking Margolis. I'm going to tell her, whoop her ass and tell her what's going on on these streets. And I was like, all right, well, you're going to lose. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. No. He also was getting way too high before because I saw him posting Insta stories of like blunts and stuff. I was like, oh, you dumb, 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 dumb. No, I think that was from the previous day. I think that he also, but here's the thing. You can't be cocky. Rookie mistake. And also, it's like, if you're that cocky, your jokes must be so bomb. Like, I said nothing. I was like, here's the thing. I'm, I don't like roast battles anymore. Like, they're really negative to me now. They were fun for a minute. It was fun to roast battle Abby because she's my dear, dear friend. We had so much fun doing it. And then we were like tighter afterwards. And then after that, they were like, oh, great job. Because it was so fun. We both brought it. And they were like. Um, Who won? You or Abby? Me. Just to remind Hello, people. shut up. You've um, lost one. It's not like you've never I know. Lost. And I lost pretty brutally. But the other ones that I won, I won like for real. Because you knew the people. You didn't know the one you lost. I'm I just did saying. It, and it's like not my fault. Oh. I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was in the exact same position as me. <laughs> But it was like Abby was fun. Then I kept doing. Then, then right. So then I, 
who else did I battle? I can't remember. And I lost against Maddie, and then I won against Pog, and then I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's so negative. If it's not my friend, it's not fun. Like, with your friend, it's funny because because it means something to make that person laugh. So if I were yeah. roast by you, I'd be like, okay, what can I say that's, like, mean and funny about Tommy? But it would be, like, funny, funny. Like, you would yeah. also laugh at it, and that would be the fun of it, right? And yeah, then, of course. I mean, I might cry because you're brutal, but yeah. But you would also be brutal. Like, that's <laughs> I it, know, it's, it's true. It's so funny. It's true. It's and my And if abuse. we both agree History. to be abusive, then it's so funny. But for someone who's It's not like, conflict if we both agree to abuse. <laughs> that's the point of Sarah <laughs> Shulman. It's not abuse if we both agree. It's not if... Wait, what is it's it? It's not abuse. Conflict is it's, not abuse if we both agree to be abusive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board in 2018. It's true. So, and the thing with pockets isn't that we're not friends. It's that we've known each other for like two seconds and it's not the same thing. It's just not. So then we have to be like, well, you are not funny. And All right. You're I don't black. know pockets and I really like pockets, but as a non-comic, I want to make one observation about him, uh, which is that he has two personae. In my experience, when the camera's on or when the mic is on and when it's off. That's what I experienced of that guy. And I really like him both ways. But it was shocking to me to watch him do a Race Wars episode and then talk to him after it and see that there's basically no resemblance between the stage persona and the guy that you meet that's just like chill and not cocky. And like sweet and kind like of vulnerable. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, but so that's you know, maybe that's like for that's what I think about Insta a lot of the people. Pockets is a different pockets than real life pockets. Totally. For Stories sure. Pockets is a different dude. Yeah. yeah. That's who I was roast battling also. So I wasn't the most nervous because I was like, look, it's not the thing about roast battles is they're like so annoying and they're so time consuming and they're so stressful and then you can just like lose to anybody. You totally just can if like your delivery's off or whatever, like or you suck or whatever. And um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I was such a for winning a roast battle. I was in such a sour mood last night. Like Nick and Abby were there. Nick Mullen, Abby Rose, and Chris, my dear friends and friends of the show. And um, they were like, first of all, it was brutal to watch, like, and not in a good way. <laughs> they were like, that was not great. And I knew it, it felt not great. It didn't like, feel Like, did good. you feel like you were just being mean? I felt and not like funny? I was going through the motions of doing this goddamn roast battle that I said I would do against someone that I don't really have strong feelings about one way or the other. It's like, I like pockets. I don't like, do I, am I, is he my best friend? No. Do I hate him? No. It's like, I had to work up intense feeling to like write these jokes that were mediocre jokes they were like fine they were passable shelby can um, you buzz my cousin up and it's like uh, enough i just couldn't i got my ass truly whooped not pockets into stories whooped but like handed to me the last battle i like my jokes better for that one but i lost by a lot and i couldn't let that be the last one but i'm let me tell you dunzo that's it what are you going to do now? Just stand Just up? Just my stand Well, you know, it's like it takes so long and you put all this effort into it and then other shit suffers. Like, I need to... I have spots. I got to work on my set. Like, like it takes so long and so much work and so much effort that I'm not doing because I'm, like, making up jokes about open micers. Like, enough already. This is not a good use of my time. Like, I know I can write a joke. I have nothing to prove. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, kind of what I'm thinking about in the coming year is like also streamlining the projects because I say I'm going to do more than I'm going to do. And yeah. like, I want to just take every opportunity, but like I actually have shit to focus on. And 2018 for me is 
stand up. I don't know if it's podcast and stand up. That's it. That's 2018. It's not this other shit. It's not distractions. My personal life has been a hot mess the last year. Hot mess. Now it's kind of popping, but oh no, it's messy, deeply messy. No, 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 no. I'm not. But, but, but the fallout from this part portion is going to be like the the finale of like a really good fireworks display, except for that the barge goes on fire. I mean, I know this end. means nothing to people listening because you, I, I can't get into the details of my life because it's people but that soon you she will. either someday. know or it would be overly revealing, but someday. And also Batch It, fucking wild. 2017 handed my ass to me and made me a stronger woman. I think 2017 has been my favorite year. You know, we got political in 2017. We were Green Party uh, power players. Oh, I'm so, oh, we were a power couple of the Green Party. We literally brokered an introduction between the national Green Party people and the local Green Party candidates because the Green Party is so fucking messy. So messy. Did you see their Christmas uh, wish on Instagram? It goes, (laughs) Merry Christmas to everyone except like capitalists and people who are ruining the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I agree. Merry Christmas. To all. We talked to Anthony Beckford, city council candidate here. We talked to Persephone Smith. We talked to Akeem Browder, brother of Khalif. We talked to Jabari Brisport, I came who to the fucking conclusion. nailed it, by the way. On he what? did, uh, I think he got like 20 something percent of the vote in Prospect Heights for the city council on the Green Party 20%? and DSA. Yeah, maybe it was in the teens, but it was a lot. Impressive. It was a lot. I, I honestly can't remember. One of those he votes hustled. was 100% mine. He <laughs> totally hustled. He was the most classic politician of the group. Yeah, but you know what? I'm so hard over the Green Party, and it's no disrespect to any individual candidate, but like. But they, collectively, all of you. No, I'm just kidding. But collectively, <laughs> go fuck yourself. But it's like the party itself. I'm not talking about the people. We threw a Green Party. Not one person that came to it said thank you. Well, they maybe said thank you, but. After they the were fact, like, "How much more can you party for us?" Yeah. They were like, "No, no, 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 no." Do you we have just vegetarian like burgers? Weed with Whoa. you? No, not shots fired. Whoa. Don't don't play like that. This don't is play not like a short order. We got burgers. You can eat them or not. Bring your own if you want. <laughs> Bring some. Uh, well, this party. was my other point. Was like they all showed up and like we threw this party and like I did see some shade. Like, all right, truth be told, Jabari we walked in. Shade. There was shade. Jabari walked in and there was a segment of the group who saw Jabari and was like, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, tell me the dirt. And nobody told me anything. I think they oh, just didn't that's like... that's the other problem. They're like, where do we do whatever? And then you're like, well, tell me all the stuff that like I really want to hear. And they're like, it's between us. All right. Either do the thing. You're like, we're different than what you're used to, which is like opaque, serious, old. We're different than that. And then don't and then do things the exact same way. Like, we're over it. Yeah. All right. Anthony Beckford is a really good guy. Yeah. I liked him. I was so happy to go out and work for him he was unelectable because of his facebook and persephone smith similarly was not professional enough on facebook i'm not saying everyone should censor themselves but like talking about being drunk if you're doing it like do it like show us Mm -hmm. don't just like drunk on facebook at two in the morning if you're running for city council it's just like Think about optics a little. That's it's all I'm saying to the Green Party. Or you're running for office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're gonna be that candidate, fucking be that candidate Lean and make in. a scene. Make yes. a scene. Don't just like be like kind of like, ooh, is that a problem? Do like, a brand. Yeah, 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 do a thing. Like go fucking big. But that's the Green Party 
all of it. It's like, that's what I realized about it. It's, they're all like little, you know, when like the fireworks are winding down, you got like the big ones that are spectacular. And then you have the little pew, 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 like the little guys at the end fizzling out. It's like the whole party's like a fizzle. You're like waiting for it to build momentum. Jill and it Stein, never does. get on this podcast. We have so many questions. She's my ultimate any whole all time dream guest. Like I have questions for her starting with, do you love Mother Russia? That's my first one because she might. You know what? Now I'm on board. Now I'm on board. Now that with I th- what collusion with the idea with the collusion? Yeah, with the collusion. Um, Sh- Shelby, did you get my cousin? She said she didn't hear the buzz. Cousin. Oh, where's cousin? Can you try again? My cousin's downstairs. Okay. Um, collusion. What is this cousin opera? Huh? Have her buzz it. Okay, ring the bell. Okay. Oh, God, this is not good pod. This I, is fire content. Shelby, here. Can you just text her and tell her? My passcode is this this number repeatedly. Okay? Thank you. Everybody heard it. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. derailed. Cousin! Family! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> and Happy New Year! That's basically how my Christmas went, although really? it was like very peaceful. My Christmas was the best Actually, no, my Christmas was amazing. Yeah. I had an amazing Christmas with Comedy Family. It was the fucking Okay, wait, best. but we'll go to that in a minute, but I want to finish I what we were talking Christmas. about. With the fucking green party. I gotta say, the Goyim have the right idea with their Christmas. The whole it's so season fun. of feeling it's good so and loving people. Fucking love it. Jill Stein, I know you sound Jewish. I assume you're Jewish. Um... Even though, can I get a Christmas gift and you just come on this podcast and talk about Russia, et cetera, with us? This is my point about them. They, if they want to run, they have an opportunity to because unlike the fucking Democrats, they're actually leaning into the idea that we need to shake up who has power. So they're running candidates. But they're giving us not great options. So we have Jabari. Right. But Jabari, there's like something like cynical about him. There's something that's like not the what? pure socialist that we all... I don't know what it is. Is there any direct evidence for that? Or is this just a casual passing feeling you might have? No, this is just a casual <laughs> passing feeling and based on what I know of human behavior. But there's like an In edge general. to him that he didn't show. He was too clean. I think if that guy gets just a little messier in public, he actually has a chance. I think if he doesn't just try because to be the, the socialist savior, be a messy fucking... exactly. Right? Well, you're running on the Green Party ticket. If you were a really traditional, clean uh, politician, you would not be doing that. You would yeah. be doing the real channel. So the fact that he's doing that is like, okay... People are making the mistake of being like, well, we're a Green Party, but we're still like the other. Like, no, dude. Like you said, lean in and be a mess because you're doing the mess. You're doing the mess. And you know what? There's a lot of us out here. Yes, there's a lot of us out here doing the mess. So if you're going to do the mess, just own the mess. But don't act like you're not part of the mess. Okay, going into 2018. Do the mess. These microphone covers have to be washed. I can smell the per- so we're in Stand Up New York Labs. Like we said, we're me tooing the labs. I smell other they asked podcasts. For it, though. They I'm were being dressed mad slutty. I mean, I'm not wearing a bra under this r- normal sweater. <laughs> no, it's it's an oversized sweater. Karen's wearing an adult size sweater when she needs to be wearing a child's extra large. It's because maybe. I'm 30, but I look like I'm 12. 31. I'm 30. I, I, I do the five-year rule, so it's 30 till I'm 35. Oh, it's 35 fuck. till I'm 40. I'm 35, which is basically the same you're 35. as 40. No, I'm 35. No, 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 no. You get to say 35 until you're 40, then you're 40. Right, but when I'm 36, I want to own that I'm fucking 36. I'm not afraid of my... Really? Yeah, I'm fucking leaning in. I'm messy. I'm a 35. Year old but I don't waiter. believe in age as a number. I believe it as in as a bracket. 
I believe in bracketing age. Sure. All right. But that's like uh, the same as an age. It's the same as lying. It's totally. It's 100% <laughs> fake news. The same as, yeah, it's the same as hashtag fake You're news. You're lucky that you have good skin for now. Uh, I have amazing skin for always. I take really good care of it and I have no kids. Okay. Well, drugs just, you know, really do ravage. No, incessant drug use ravages the skin. Is really good for what you look like. <laughs> it Hello? pickles you. Hello. It, it promotes collagen I will production. Never age. Uh, <laughs> you pickled. It's like. It's like arguing with a chimpanzee. All right, Jill Stein, come <laughs> and tell us your skincare regimen. I really want Jill Stein on the podcast. That's like the one – that would be like such a like good way to close out that part of our show, like where we leaned the in. The get. The get. Yeah, let's just fucking get her. And But in typical fashion, get her after she's interesting. You know, we'll get her like right. just after she's crusted. Which means not for another year because she's like currently slightly in the news over the Russia thing. Yeah. Which means – Ain't no way she's gonna talk to us. Which, by the way, but Jill the news Sun, cycles are so quick. But Jill Stein jokes on you because, um, yeah, no, it wouldn't benefit you at, at all whatsoever. But please come on our show. We really look forward. Fuck to that! It would with benefit you. the shit out of you, Jill Stein. I got dirt on you. I heard you wore messy overalls to pick up your kids at grade school. That's what I heard. That sounds from my friend shady who, as fuck. From my friend who went to school with her kid. That sounds fucked up. Yeah. All right, Jill, Jill come defend that. You know what? Fuck you, Jill. <laughs> oh, this was the year we met Mayron. Mayron, beloved friend of the show. We did our live Best show. Friend. Best friend of the show. Yeah. Soul sister of the show. Literally one of my favorite humans I've ever met. Honestly, made made our live sponsored. He's another TBS one who like show. Un Unreal. Oh, our live TBS show that we did. Untelevised when... sponsored by TBS. Yeah, borderline sponsored by them. Borderline, they will not acknowledge it because we maybe put them in a libel situation. Borderline. We are their children. Um, and they cannot deny us. <laughs> Try <laughs> no, as they might. I have a might. single Instagram picture. Luckily, Mickey O'Malley is my mother, and she's been trying to disown me for 35 years, and it hasn't worked with her, so Just don't even you, try TBS. it, TBS. <laughs> we figured you did a bunch. You're so original. Surprise. Oh, who else did we meet this year that was... Honestly, my favorite episodes have been recent episodes, like our... our um, First of all, our solo episode, starting with Halloween, starting with like right after Dante, Halloween, that was so fucking fun. Because um, we literally, the reason we started doing that, because yeah. we both ran out of steam booking guests and we we're like, fuck it, let's just talk. Let's just do us. Oh, uh, we're so much but more you know, interesting. Like, the guests are exhausting. <laughs> do you know what I found out from people who I've known forever? They can't uh. listen to the show because it's triggering for them to Why? hear me arguing. Because it's like when I oh, too real, them. too real, too real. It's like, da -da 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 -da. ooh, Usama bin Laughing been laughing remember when we did the show on on halloween at my apartment and people like eight people had just died from a terror attack on the west side highway yeah somebody told and me they had so to turn creepy. that off that was the episode it was my friend so told me. really mm -hmm. it was so creepy and real that halloween was so weird and like quiet and empty and like not really happening in new york it was so bizarre well i don't know that was an interesting thing because we've had a couple of like little attackies here in new york since i've lived here like nothing major Not like there was really though there was the Times square guy who flipped his car there well yeah when he i don't know if anyone died in that did they 
Someone died, I think. Someone died. A girl died. And someone died on the West Side Highway too, right? Eight people died. Eight people died. That's what that was. Yeah, that, that was, was a shitty up. fucking day. That was a shitty day. Never wow, can you believe shitty. I didn't remember how many people died? I can because I smoke a lot of pot. But I can't believe I do. I smoke just as much pot as you. I know. I think I've sort of put that out of my head because I think about it a lot when I'm on my bike. I'm like, ooh, what if somebody came in behind me? Like, how I would I get out bike. of here? No, no, I don't do that shit. Yeah, I'm no. too. I'm too. I've put too much money into my eyebrows. Like, I'm not fucking around. Well. You do have good eyebrows. I got them donezo. Everything on me is fake. We started the year with Trump's inauguration looming. and it, it, Remember how it loomed? It loomed. Oh, it loomed. The, his Piotis period was one of probably, it was worse than... No, like, the Piotis was worse w than the Bush. POTUS. It was wor- POTUS was worse than POTUS. Well, POTUS... Oh, all right, ready? Because POTUS gonna... was threatening and scary. POTUS was like, oh, okay, it's just going to be like this. All right, f- this is just a quick preview of Rapid Fire. Woo. Overall, better off or worse off at the end of this year with Donald Trump being president? As opposed than to... if Hillary had been. I'm going to say it. People are, people are going to continue to not care. <laughs> I think better off. I agree. I think better off. Yep. I think that we are having all the hard conversations that everyone, everyone still is like, we don't have to do this right now. No, we do. We have to do, <coughs> turns out we have to do all of it at the same time. Yeah, it sucks. It's a whole fucking clusterfuck of shit. We had, it's all bills past due. And now it's like all b- gone to collections. That's what this is. Like time to talk about healthcare for real. Time to talk about higher education for real. Time to talk about like like uh, Israel for real, all this shit for real. It's time to do it like right this second. When it rains, it pours, baby. Like I say it's better because one way or the other, we're going to get through it with some kind of resolution. Yeah, but people are still, I'm actually at a point where I can't even read the news about Donald Trump because it is so obvious. Like the knee jerk is just to be brutally critical of Trump. Like that's the knee jerk. I, I work from home, so I'll just put on CNN and just play it, like do it just while for a couple hours while I'm working. And it gets to the point where it's like playing in the background and then they say the same. So they have all these different shows, but it's the same show basically hosted by the same person. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. So it's like every hour and a half, you get a new person going. So when he said that, do you think it was damaging or extremely horrible for the United States? Like, <laughs> we get it. He's your, the ag- worst. your agenda counts for, like, that's why, like, uh, you know, when I have ever argued with anybody, any of my friends who have anything to do with media, they're like, well, no, it's a collection of individuals and like Aaron Ryan friend of the show said the media is not a monolith Karen and I was like that's besides the point that's nothing to do with the point the point is that they broke our news for you they broke her. She's like, well, they don't lie. It doesn't matter. If you select the truth, it's the same as crafting a reality that's not the same as the one we actually live in. Like, you have a blatant agenda, and you're like an apartment broker. A necessary evil. Nobody wants to need you. But but here we are. We don't have access to it ourselves. Like, I'm not in Syria or whatever. <coughs> I'm not in D.C., so we well, need Well, for the most you. part, neither are... M- the people who were reporting on it, they're just picking up the same thing. So, but like, you never trust a broker. You never trust. Here's a broker. an example. I they, agree with you. They put themselves in the middle to get in the middle and profit from. And the And you middle. know who you don't trust? You don't trust a broker who pretends they're not a broker. Exactly. That's who you. So there is. We have grown accustomed to like objective reporting, being devoid of any authorial voice. Like that's how we can tell if something is just all declarative sentences, third person. 
just the absolute news has authorship. This arrogance, like we need it to have a personality. I never need my news to have an opinion or personality. I need it to be an encyclopedia of what's happening. I want to go, what's happening there and why? What caused that? What did he say? What's going on? What does the other side say? What do people think? Al Jazeera does that. Better than I think anybody else. Agreed. Yeah. But that's what I want. I want it to be a fucking Wikipedia, but better. Don't tell me, don't sympathize with anybody or say, tell me what's good or bad or upsetting or not right or we'll see about this later. Just fucking naked facts. But you know, Erin is smart because she's right, obviously, that it's not a monolith. However, yeah, but that's not, that's, that's, it's that's the same. Way. It's, it's the same as like a culture that, that passively, consents to bad reporting happening through retweeting, through liking, so that it appears in other people's feeds, the algorithm picks it up. It's just all, it all feeds the same. We're not dealing with just people buying newspapers and responding to the headlines that they see. We're talking about like algorithms now mm -hmm. that are feeding specific stories to people based on what they've liked. And the truth is, yeah, it's not a monolith, the monolith, but it has monolithic interests. Like the interest of the news is number one, first and foremost, to make money. So that is a common denominator across all of them, all of them. Make money or if it's a nonprofit, same business, right? Although it's less money driven because shareholders, whatever, whatever, look at me. Um, and so, like, that's it. It's to keep going, make money, keep going. So, and, and build a base. <laughs> Same as anybody, build a base. <laughs> like they just uh, yesterday reported- So you're not about the news. The Trumps are tearing down a historic, the oldest tree on the White House grounds. Oh, the cherry tree or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like who's, like Andrew Jackson give or some bullshit. Give me news. Okay, don't give one, me tree, don't but give also, me tree opera. Here's the thing, there's a lot of shit to like, not like about the Trumps. They're deeply unlikable. Yeah. There's nothing to like other than Melania. I the mean, only thing to like. No, he's really funny. <laughs> I know he's so funny. I, also, I do enjoy Melania. I know. I know. Melania's like my favorite first lady in I history. Sorry, obsessed. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. She does not deserve to be there, yet nobody has ever earned it harder. She hustled. She ride, ride or died so hard for I her husband. I can't believe it. It's she like, and you know what? Good. Like how I see her doing now is like, she was like, ah, a lot, a lot. Don't want to be here. And then they were like, okay, well just pick a thing and do that. Do your first lady thing. And that's just all you have to, you don't have to do the rest of it. And she was like, okay, I'm just going to do like kids. Cause kids are like, kids don't collude with Russia. Kids are cute <laughs> and sweet. I like that. And I just want to no, do she's kids. Doing opioids. And she's doing kids. No, she's doing opioids. She's doing kids. Well, she's doing kids, but like the opioid addiction, is the she? crisis. That's her thing. That's her like. That's her thing. Her thing is opioid. Yeah, literally, probably because she like takes mad fucking benzos. Probably because <laughs> she's jacked up on benzos. No, she hundred percent well, is. Opioid, it's but... not, but it's, it does the same thing, doesn't it? No. No, it brings you down, doesn't it? It's a depressant. It? It's two different things. Doesn't an opioid bring you down? I mean, it's a depressant. So they're both depressants. They work on different mechanisms. Yeah, but it's the difference is Adderall and cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. No. Yeah, because those are the same, the same thing. No. <laughs> yes, I win the argument. Boom. Please chime in. Add on Hireable Show to agree with me. Cocaine is a narcotic and Adderall is an amphetamine. <laughs> I know. They're both mm -hmm. the same thing. Though. Um, <laughs> I can, I, uh, so ha for, for me having won this argument, let's continue the conversation. Um, no, but the Trumps are like Feels horrific good. people, but it's just that they don't pick the right ways to highlight that i don't know everybody just piles on constantly so i just am sick of listening to it totally i also found the way that the new york times reported on the tax bill to be hilarious because you could feel them struggling <laughs> to not be like 
this is fucking awesome. <laughs> they were like, and people who send their children to private schools will get tax credits. And like the whole newsroom is high-fiving one another because everyone in the New York Times newsroom sends their kids to private school. Yeah, right, right, right. This is a net win for everyone in the short term. It's a nightmare in the long term. 100%. But Bernie Sanders even said it. He said these middle class tax cuts are a good thing. Yeah. The only thing wrong with these specific middle class tax cuts is that they're not permanent. So that's what Bernie Sanders is saying. And I'm not a Bernie bro. But I kind of am, I think. After the fact, I was not at all during That's the, the primary. That's the with all of it, by the way, is that it's not permanent. Like, Obamacare is, like, not, f- like, set in stone. Get rid of it. The individual like, mandate is dumb. We should just have single, single payer. Single payer. Enough. And we Lockley. can get that under Donald Trump. I agree. I, I called it out. Remember Me too. when he was elected? We did. No, listen, we're going to. I said that he was going to. He just wanted yeah, to win. Get, and yeah. if it happens to be single payer, it's going to be. If he's like, I want to have one giant legacy thing. And on top of it, beat Obama in his own game. That's genius. He gets narrative. Like, that's one thing that this man absolutely understands at a genius level. And he foreshadowed that right away by talking about Australia. Right when he got elected, he started talking about Australia's healthcare and said that he liked it. That was foreshadowing. It's going to happen. He's going to exhaust every other avenue to just show that the only way that this is going to be profitable is Trump care. I think which that's is going to be so universal smart. single payer. Great, and it's going to be Great. wild. I would love it's gonna be to cra- watch. I think that's my CNN prediction. CNN freak the fuck out because that's my go-to channel seventy-eight on Spectrum. He's TV. making money, and I what well, I love, yeah, and it's not if they even if they don't have anything negative to say, they have a disapproving tone. Oh, party fizzle, Shelby. The water that Karen brought <laughs> just Mommy? exploded. I didn't bring. <laughs> Who brought this? I didn't. Did you put this on the table? Oh, I'm drinking somebody's sparkling <laughs> water that just exploded when yeah, I Yeah, but it was, it. was it sealed? Yeah. Okay, then drink it. I'm Yours. 100% drinking it. 100 million percent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. I don't remember. Do you want some? Yeah. Anyway, so Trump I still think is a nightmare. He's like super racist. I couldn't vote for him literally because he's so racist. But I think the way he deals with Asia is kind of amazing. I really liked watching his trip. And I'm interested to see what happens in the new year with trade, with mm-hmm. China specifically. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with North Korea. I have a friend who... I'm interested who, to see what's happening in Israel. You know, I was reading about Israel and, like, there's a couple other countries who are, like, starting to dip their toes in the Jerusalem opera. Like, Guatemala's like, we might. And it's, like, bit by bit. And the truth is, this doesn't have to be such a, like, take a stand thing. Like, the capital of... Israel is Jerusalem. Whether people want to acknowledge it or not, it just is Jerusalem. The capital is Jerusalem. But they shouldn't bring the seat of government there. Why? It's the capital. That's how seats no, because, of government work. No, because that's a really special place. Yeah, like, it's no, the capital. Yeah, no, but it's like a sacred place for people beyond Israel. So are other places capitals. And if you bring the seat of government to Jerusalem, that brings a whole new level of militarization it actually to Jerusalem. It actually it just 100% means will. that Jerusalem also means, the capital of Israel. It also means that there's going to have to be new construction done there. Obviously. It means that's that the infrastructure is going to be completely changed. No, no that's it. Ju- because the building went up? It? What are you talking about? Right. Tel Aviv is fine. Tel Aviv is very close. It's 45 minutes. It's Who's not the, like it's who, that who far. Who are you to decide that it's fine? It's not fine. It's not the it's capital. It's already there. It's not It's all the in Rabin Square. It yes. It's not the capital of Israel. But that's where the seat of government is, so no, just leave it there. arbitrarily. It is Jerusalem. And exactly. the seat it's, of Israeli government is in Jerusalem, not in Tel Aviv. Why put it right fucking next to... I just don't know why you got to put it right but there. But the Knesset 
much like the White House is in D.C., the Knesset is in Jerusalem. It's all in Jerusalem. It's, it's 45 minutes away. But it's a different city and it's the capital. It's 45 minutes away. But so what? Why wouldn't then? Fine. Why can't we have our capital in fucking Philadelphia or whatever? Like it because it's, it's not, not. forty five minutes away from DC. That's why. But you could the do United it. United States is huge. Who cares? It it's could like be Baltimore. That's a better analogy. You could have right. stuff, and that does happen. There's like all the medical stuff is in Baltimore, so like just outside about, of DC. Perfect. So have the seats of government where they belong, Jerusalem. I don't think that that's a this good is idea. an outlier situation. That's I don't, I'm, not gonna I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue. This situation right, is fine. an outlier situation that's finally being corrected. No, I think it's it an aggressive move. It doesn't start a fresh problem. It corrects an old one. No, I think it's an aggressive move. I don't like it. It's a corrective move. It's aggressive. That's like someone getting a, a bad nose or not, job, it's aggressive. and then they get a revision nose job, and you go, "Oh, that's violent," because he had to rebreak no, her nose. No, because it's not like that at all. Because it's actually about impacting the lives of the people that live there. Right. Jerusalem, in East Jerusalem, That's it's right, Arabs. It yeah. So I and they're not represented in the government. I just think that it further But they're not represented in Tel Aviv either. I I understand that, but now it's bringing that right into their city. Now it's now it's imposing what what it means to have the entire government there. It's actually not going to affect them one way or the other, except they're going to turn up and invite more military pressure on themselves. Oh my God, you! It's actually not going to literally a have to have this argument with somebody else. I just can't have it because I'm a not educated enough. B, well, let me help. I you. don't really care. I'm here for you. C, you do care. Palestine forever. Amen. I quit. <laughs> I quit this Congratulations. <laughs> Palestine, great. Israel. Also there. Yeah, totally. In greater or equal measure. Yeah. No. Newer measure. measure. Greater. Newer. Stronger, better. Brutaler. Faster, stronger. And maybe a little unfairer. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yep. Yeah. Better is qualitative. More chosen. That's quantitative. Ooh, that's biblical and therefore magical. More. Fiction. Chosen. Or not chosen. By. Chosen is the same as not chosen. God. Who does and does not that exist. That literally is the wrong thing, and the wrongest thing I've ever heard you say. Which chosen one? is the opposite of not chosen. That's what makes it chosen. If you're chosen, you're not chosen. That's opposite of that. No, but they're like literally the same No concept. one wants to hear this content. <laughs> to say that you are chosen, as the Jews do, and to use that as a defense for continuing to exert. To live where you live. Which is your living place. To extend the visible presence of the government that is oppressing another group of people. Americans are oppressing another group of people and responsible for what's going on in Israel. Well, yeah, I think to some extent. We've already covered this because and of how so much money we put other, into the military. It's fine. At, at Canada, any other country that could have an embassy in Israel. The point of this all being, I don't really care. I just think it was no? a provocation for no reason. It's not a provocation. It's I like, don't really care. No, and that's it's my a thing. Healing of old Nobody wounds. cares about Israel in this country because it doesn't impact any of us directly. That's the point. I'm getting sucked in because you if are so infuriated. Nobody cares, then everybody cares. That's fucking true. <laughs> which just means that we should move on to something else. Okay, because I'm right. Continuing. Continuing. Remember when Chrissy came on and almost did Which it? time? I literally the, love Chrissy Mayer. Especially the second time, but she was amazing. Chrissy Mayer's a really special talent. She's a special talent, yeah. She's a star, I'm going to say. You know, there's been a few stars on. Mateo Lane, I think, is a star. Nick Mullen's a star. Christina Hutchinson's a star. Nick Mullen is uh, like probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah. <clears throat> in my entire life. Evan Williams is a star. He's really funny as well. Yeah. They're all. You know what? The city's full of funny people. Kate Wolf is a star. Mm-hmm. 
Kate Wolf is a star. We're I've never with seen stars, her. Dude. I've never seen her do stand up. Interestingly enough, she's really funny. She has jokes, but she like really just talks to the crowd. Well, and that must be so interesting. It's so interesting because she really sees them like right away. So she's like, "What's going on with you?" And then she just immediately gets to the really embarrassing bottom of whatever's going on with people. So it's funny therapy, basically, which is what I feel like a conversation. It's literally, with her is. she. It's literally <laughs> spiritual healing work, but it's funny. Because it's really, really balls out honest. Like, Kate Wolf's comedy is, like, adorably telling people a really borderline offensive truth <laughs> mm. about themselves personally that she just noticed casually looking at them right that second. It's amazing. She, She's wow. really good. Yeah. She went around and told me, you, and Shelby one thing about ourselves one night. And I literally oh, she, like, almost read cried. one card. Yeah. It was so <clears throat> right. Yeah. Each one. It it moved me to tears as well. Do you remember when she looked at Shelby and said, it's okay to want to live on land? <laughs> <laughs> it brought, he wept. He wept He wept from his tears. gills. <laughs> <laughs> While gasping for oxygen. I remember, yes. Shelby, are you, uh, are you glad that we're back in, in, in the home that you helped evict us from? Oh my God, he's rolling. He's not even getting near the mic. No, he's, he's not, not even not. pretending to want to participate. Shelby, welcome to the middle yeah, leagues. Yeah, go on, Shelby. Uh, oh, now he's actively sabotaging Our the show that he hates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The content this week has been about a B minus, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I also think it might be an A. I'm not sure. I'm going to slap a plus on it. Okay. yeah. <laughs> this is probably the best episode we've ever done. Hands down, we crushed it. I want to high five you right now. Dick to dick, face to face. Big boy to big boy. Heart to heart. Rapid fired. Let's do it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, um, twenty fifteen. No, no. Twenty sixteen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna kill twenty sixteen because same. that was like we we as a society just experienced a psychotic episode. It was bizarre. And hopefully we're over it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna marry this year because. Huh. This has been a year of a lot of growth, and I feel like in a relationship over time, you want to constantly be surprised, and yeah. I've been constantly surprised this year. And I'm going to fuck the shit out of 2018. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to fuck 2017 the way that it fucked me, but in a good way. Like, it wasn't all bad fucking, but I did get fucked. Yeah, and, and you did fucking. And I did fucking, and then 2018, I will marry, because the way I see it, we're stuck with each other anyway, right? Me in 2018, like, it's coming, and it's like an arranged marriage. Like, I have no choice, but I will grow to love it, and I will grow to see the beauty in it, and I will grow to fuck it. Okay, uh, fuck, marry, kill. These are 2017 guest edition. Ooh! <laughs> Happy from, New Year. From episode number 35, okay. Trump Turnup with Jake Hart. Right. Jake Hart's the first one. Okay. Uh, from episode number 27, Mother with Jean-Pierre Regis. Jean-Pierre mm -hmm. Regis. Okay. And from episode number 43, Divas with Les Fabian Brathwaite, who is the editor of Out Magazine. Mm, Assistant okay. editor. So it's Jake, Lester, and... Comic Jake Hart. Who else? Lester, Brathwaite. And? Uh, the other one was Jean-Pierre Regis, who's making the documentary about his mom. Okay. Well, this is sexually really... Faggity. Hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, this isn't what my pussy would have chosen. Racist. Because <laughs> everyone's no, black. No, talking about no Jake's Except not for black. Jake. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Fuck Jake, obviously. <sighs> Fuck Jake. I'm going to marry Lester. Um, wow, you're killing Jean-Pierre, one of my oldest friends. And I'm killing Jean-Pierre because... Um, in a previous one of these, I said I would marry him and kill you, and this is my atonement. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm not here to be a part of it, but okay, yeah. I brought you in. Thank You're you. You're part of my relationships now. Okay, thank you. Oh, we're thrups. We're thrupling. We stay thrupling. <laughs> <laughs> like it or not. Do we too, like me too, you too. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> um, okay, your turn. Okay, uh, marry, fuck, kill. Also past guests, but come on now. Um, okay, Mike Cannon. Woof. Cutie Mike Cannon from episode number nine. <clears throat> yeah, handsome, handsome. Drugs, remember that? Yeah, of course, we just talked about drugs. Uh, Evan Williams. Handsome. Another comic, another hottie, hottie comic. Number 22, War. It was War with Evan, remember? He's yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. good. Whole He's family's so good. dead. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, Nick Mullen from episode number 54, Comcast. Heterosexual version. Noted heteros. All right, so Nick, Evan, and Mike Cannon. Yeah. Oh shit. I know. Uh, I'm obviously gonna run. I'm gonna marry Nick Mullen because I don't think I could ever run out of things to talk to him about. Because he can talk about anything for any amount of time for a very long time with anybody yep it's the best yeah so marry him uh-huh. holy shit ah oh, fuck i really like evan me too but my cannon's irish so i'm gonna f- fuck evan <laughs> <laughs> and kill my cannon okay <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to um Who's the third one that I said? Evan, Mike Cannon. And? Then the other one. Nick Mullen. Yep. Okay. Nick Mullen. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Okay. I'm also going to marry Nick because he is my, of the three of them, my closest friend and my my actually really good friend. Um, and I enjoy his company a lot and I think it'd be fun to chill with him. Okay. I would. Okay. Evan and Evan and Mikey are both really attractive people but mike has like a like a like a suicidal homicidal rage oh mate can i change mine i'm gonna fuck him and kill evan and i've gotta fuck that (laughs) hello (laughs) he's so i can and it's like he i can sense it i can sense it in him but also he's like my friend and such a funny comic and such a nice guy yeah. But he's got some shit. You can fucking smell it on him. And he admits it. And I would fuck it. Doesn't fucking everybody. This is what Evan's I think. Evan's hot as fuck. No disrespect. Of course, in a hypothetical world, I would. But we had to, we had to make a choice. Okay. Word association. Ooh. Do you want to do it? Hot associates. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Melania Trump. High heels. Uh, Donald Trump. Flappy hair. Mike Cannon. Uh, Silver Fox. Roast Battle. Winner. Crest to Mouth. Loser. (laughs) Race Wars. 
Uh, I have the power. Sherrod Small. Daddy. Robin Williams. Daddy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> uh, Tanya Harding. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me some. Uh, no, it was Tanya Harding is health insurance. Okay. Um, oh. No, for real, you need it. Uh, okay. Ready? Go. Uh, terrorism. Horrible. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. No, no, the question was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorism, uh, I'd like to see the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, depensy depensies. Um, and then I'll define answer. it how I want to, yeah, <laughs> accordingly. Yeah. Um, wasn't prepared. Woo. Usual. Ready? Oh. Um, <laughs> Pete Davidson. Literally anywhere you want to put it. <laughs> Any Anytime, home. anywhere. Is he gay? I don't know. Or is he just crazy and his sexuality is everywhere? I think he's straight as an arrow. Is he? I think so. I don't know. In my mind, filthy. He's really? a filthy pig bottom, but he's that's in my mind. That is the title, Shelby. I hope you're keeping track. Um, <laughs> Shelby's been asleep. Filthy pig bottom, I said. Yeah, I know. Shelby just thought we were talking about him because he's so used to hearing it. Uh, power bottom. Pete Davidson. <laughs> um, Double-headed dildo. Fucking hot. Right? I'm saying don't knock it, it till is, you slide on it. It is a team activity. <laughs> with a friend. Okay, would you use a double dildo with a friend? Depends on the friend, obviously. Do you fuck friends? I have, I guess I've hooked up with a couple friends and it's always changed the friendship. Ruined one, changed another one, and then Kurt I dated for 10 years. Okay, so no change there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really fuck friends, but I but now that I'm single for the first time in ten years, I'm like, I really want to fuck all my friends. Yeah, I'm been, like, you I've, guys have been yeah, right here. Hundred <laughs> percent. They're all looking. My friends are looking hella good. Is that to a me. Trump thing? Because literally in the last year, I'm like, I think it's a Trump we thing. Fuck. But it's and a then Trump we thing, do. But it's not a Trump thing because it's so crazy to fuck your friends. It's a Trump thing like everything is so crazy That's what I'm that saying. I'm attracted to my friends. I'm like, oh, I love you guys. You're my people that I love and I trust. And I think you are, I mean, you're right there. <laughs> um, and yeah, I want to fuck my fucking friends. Also, my friends are like hot, funny comics. Yeah. You know what? That's the fucking truth. Some comics are smoking hot. Smoking hot. Not most of the gay comics, though. Most of the gay comics don't look like they're all right mateo lane no mateo <clears throat> is a what we call a superhuman <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, like there's like a ton of hot comics not just like the comic comics that you all know but like the fat babies are really hot like whatever there's like up and comies oh that's interesting yeah. can't wait to see them yeah. <laughs> me right. neither if you know what i mean all right we're we're over time we're at time we're literally at time we've actually. done it by 57 seconds you guys if you guys have been listening to us from recently or if it's your first episode or if you were here from the ctm days then that's crass to mouse that's amazing and we are so so grateful that people listen and talk to us we love you so much if you subscribe on patreon thank you thank you for being with us thank you for listening to us um we could go on but we're literally out of time Karen, and Tommy what's, said, uh, this what's your content goal? is not good i was literally <laughs> blaring he said face. this is not good content what's my goal yeah give one goal for 2018. 2018 stand up stand up stand up let's just like be a killer okay cool it's gonna be a lot of eating shit yeah, yeah i'm excited starting right now i'm excited to see that happen yo, for you stand up yeah. yeah let's fucking beast it all right cool cool what's cool. your goal babe 
Uh, act up. Act up. Act up. So you're Oral you want to get deep into AIDS? Yeah, deep. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go. Tommy wants to go balls deep into AIDS. I want to go full blown. Yeah, in my interest. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2018, AIDS. full blown, nonstop AIDS. Yeah, and uh, to fucking go a little crazy because I I can feel it happening. I can feel it happening, and it's a matter of leaning in. It's not. It's it's nothing you can control. Just lean in. Shelby, yeah. what are you, what's your goal for 2018? Get the fuck on here. Nope, say it. Literally, I will, I will, I will, I will take the water out of your tank. This does not end until you say a word. <laughs> not have you record anymore. There Good one, Shelby. Good one, Shelby. We'll get there. Oh, your evil powers don't have any sway here. Shelby's going to work on creating better content when he opens his mouth. Good job. Happy New Year, everybody. Love you. Hope you you had a great 2017. We'll see you in 2018. Uh, Either we love you or we don't. Just kidding. We love you. And if you're listening to this and I don't love you, thank you. Yeah, we love you. But I still hate you. So hard. Love you. Bye. Unless I hate you. Okay, Happy New Year. Bye. Content. I get the last word. No, it's bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.